gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Ricky. Oh man. Just to hear that intro music. Jeez, people, uh, people probably forgot. People probably forgot we had a podcast. I'm sure they did. Happens. All right, we gotta wait for Ross. We gotta wait for Ross. Oh man, come on, Ross. <laughs> it was too good to be true. Listen, we always have to have a little snafu in the beginning. Yeah, I guess. It's I our mean, charm. I suppose it's a signature. Raw of the show. and unedited. <laughs> Raw and unedited is exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see what happens. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully he's. Uh, hopefully he's. Oh, there ah. he is. Yeah, I had to. Uh, had to get my computer right. So, uh, I've been there. I've been there. Word. I've been there. All right, we're all here. Let me. Uh, let me introduce everybody, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. All ages. <laughs> Allow me to introduce you to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Hey, this is and get it how you live with you. <laughs> we got uh, our prestigious attorney Emily in the house. The incomparable, <laughs> incomparable. <laughs> nice. We've got Senor Ross, aka Papa Knowledge, aka Rasta, aka Rastafari, aka that be me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then you know it's me, it's your boy Saul, just chilling. What's the deal, y'all? Straight chilling. It's been a minute. Yeah, bro. Um, I had to, uh, I had to restart my compute, my my laptop twice. I hadn't been on in in so long. Mm. It was like taking forever. I've just been uh, been working a lot. Oh, getting that cheese, that bread, that I'm cheddar. Working a lot, man. But uh, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to all that. I, enough about that. I, I want to hear about about you guys. I haven't I haven't heard from y'all in a while, and Our I'm last sure everybody else out there wants to know June what's up. 12th. June twelfth. Yep. We Holy. took the whole summer off, guys. Yeah, I was I was I was still in my thirties back then. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, right welcome man word word wow so since june 12th all right well you know it's it's uh better late than never right yeah i'd like to think that we we've been uh worth the wait so i have i have no qualms i mean shit happens yeah i started uh i started a new job shortly after and i've been traveling um a lot kind of for me, I mean, I've, the last two months I've been to two different places. So right, 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 right. Yeah, Vegas, yeah. Nashville. Yeah, see, all which, that good stuff. Which city did you prefer? Just off um, top, off top. Just off top. come on, man. Vegas. Hey, I, I've never been to Nashville. I don't know. Yeah, you know everybody like Nashville. 
surprisingly wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Let's put it hey, that way. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, that's it's good. Exactly, the NFL it's, draft over there. I mean, it's exactly what I thought it would be in terms of uh, um, political climate. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Confederate <laughs> but flag that, memorabilia was, in the uh, tourist shops. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, you know it, it's 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 wild. But I mean, I, and I didn't get. I honestly didn't uh, venture out much in Nashville. I pretty much just stayed in my. In, in, in my hotel room and, and, and worked out at the gym. And they put you up in something nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work they work were... doesn't skimp out too bad on, on where they where they put us up. So I can't right, complain. So no Hojo for you? Nah. Are those still even around? I don't know. <laughs> How, I those don't... are Howard Johnsons for our younger listeners. <laughs> right, 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 right. For those who have no clue. What Hojo yeah. means. Yes, they, Howard Johnson. There used, they used to be one down 192 by that big orange. Well, so... <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Howard Johnson used to be big shit way back in the day. Then it kind of fell off. And then, yeah, the one by the big orange. And I, and there was one also... Um, there was one also off of... Uh, well, between Simpson Road and yes. the Turnpike on 192. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. that's what that's what I discovered the term Hojo. It was, yeah. It was because uh, of that one. Nah man, me me and me and some of the SOBs, we threw a party at the at the one by the big orange. Oh god. <laughs> good old good old Brandon. Shout out to Brandon for that. Jeez. Mr. Nicholson. What yes. a what a what a what a night that was. <laughs> Anyways. When oh, I moved to D.C., I moved in the middle of the derecho, and the Howard Johnson was the only place that took dogs and had A.C., so nice. I stayed there 11 years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> Check that out. We all have memories. It no longer um. exists up here. It's no longer. Also, for you, so Vegas had dogs on your trip, so... Vegas is better too. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a uh, the 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 show, the event I was at, the trade show I was at was a uh, was um what's it called Z- Super Zoo, but it's a pretty big uh pretty big pet uh, supplier, whatever show. Um, it was interesting. I mean, I saw a lot of crazy pets. I met, I got to meet Rampage Jackson, the MMA fighter. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, told him he was the first. Uh, it was the first pay per view I ever bought. I like, remember that pay per view. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like 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 legit bought. Like was like whatever, man. I'm gonna buy this. Let's do it. We're I at the apartment. We're gonna watch it. Oh my goodness! And he knocked out Chuck Liddell. So I was like, man, wow. I can't believe it. Yeah, it was great, but it, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, Vegas, Vegas. I'm not much of a gambler. Um, good. So, you know, I, I don't do sports betting either. I just, I never, I never got into it. I don't know, you know, and I'm kind of glad I haven't. It's a little intimidating, honestly. Um, and so are like, you know, so is, so is when you kind of walk in a casino and you see all these, um, like slot machines, all these, all these, you know, just it's sounds and lights, all the colors. <laughs> I, I sound like, 
that sounds like someone who needs help. But um, no, it's just kind of crazy, you know, and, and to think that some people really think they have this down to like a science, you know, like they know, oh, you know bro, which machine they, is hot. They, but they get you, bro, they get you from the moment you get off the plane. I don't know if you got to see them in the airport. Yes, like, yes, they're in the airport. They're everywhere you know, um, in so, Vegas. Yeah. Um, it was it, it was pretty cool. But um, but yeah, no, I there's a lot of just events in general, like sporting events. Um, that I think are pretty cool to go to, um, you know, like, I, I mean, whatever, it'll probably be part of my pals and wows, but, um, there are things there that other than gambling that you can go to spend, spend like three or four days in Vegas and have a good time. I didn't gamble oh, one yeah, bit. I didn't, I didn't do that at all. I didn't put any money in any machine. I, I was surprised at myself cause I thought maybe I would, um, I was feeling kind of lucky, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh but nah it didn't you know and and then the sports book that whole thing is a whole nother world um the mandalay bay is a whole nother world like that yeah vegas was cool i i, I got some time well, might go. as well jump into your wows and pals man yeah i guess so right since we're here all right wows and pals i'll kick it off yeah um um Let's see. The only pow I would have lately is that I I'm a little tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little lethargic. Yeah, like that's uh, actually very good. I like where this is going. Yeah, no, you, you know, I'm just I'm I'm just a little tired. Uh, jet lag is a real thing. I had no idea. You know, flying out there was the furthest west I've ever been in my life. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, so it, you know, it's funny. I, I thought it'd take some time to to adjust, and it kind of did, um, because, man, I you know I just wanted to get up so early, but I still had like a couple more hours of sleep, and then I'm like, all right, let me just try to lay down or you know close my eyes, and it's just like I just couldn't fall asleep for whatever reason, um, and then I'm in. Anyways, yeah, I'm my my pal is that lately I, I've just been a little tired. But I cannot complain because the wow definitely outweighs the pow in the sense that uh, this job has been pretty cool and and just allowing me to go to, like, giving me the opportunity to go to places I've never been before. Even if it is for work, um, you know, it's not like I'm working around the clock 24-7. You know, there's some downtime. And, like, I'm still getting paid for all of that. So it's pretty insane. Yeah, and Vegas was just, was, was one of the, one of the cooler trips I took, um, I did kind of wish there was somebody, you know, I wish I had somebody there, someone I could hang out with or like kind of share that experience with. Cause I went to, or the experience of going to area 15. That's your like, fault. I said, where's my invite? What to Vegas? Yeah. yeah right. You're going to fly out to Vegas. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. Like, I guess I've never, I, I didn't know there was a couple, there's a couple of these around, uh, the country, maybe like four or five or something, and they're all different themed, I guess. Um, I don't know. The museum or the not or the art exhibition thing I went to, the Omega Mart, um, was like a like a weird distorted supermarket. Um, like hidden doors, all that. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see. Like I posted a lot of stuff on my story about it. Um yeah, just I when I was there. Yeah, like a lot of pictures and videos. Um, so it was pretty cool. Um, the gym at this hotel was a lot nicer than, than the last one as well. Um, got to see the sphere. I got to see the Liberty and aces play a WNBA game. 
which was hilarious, man, because, you know, it. those are the two best teams in basketball in the WNBA. They're the two top teams in the WNBA. And at times, it felt like I was watching a game that I run in, like, LA Fitness. Yeah, I said it. I still had fun. But, man. You're going to get us canceled. No, I'm not. I don't care. Everyone knows how I feel about the WNBA. I went. I spent good money. I I gave them my money. I can complain about it. (laughs) I paid for it. I had had really good seats. Um, So, whatever. But it was a good time. But I and I and I and I would go again. But I think that just says more about me loving the sport of basketball uh, than anything else. Um, but yeah, they had the flam ball finals while I was there. I didn't get a chance to go because that was the same night as uh, the the night that I went to the Liberty Aces game. Um, and if you guys aren't familiar with slam ball, it was like maybe ten years ago or something on like Spike TV. This thing debuted. <laughs> I don't know if anybody even remembers Spike TV, a channel for men or whatever it was. It was so weird. But it's pretty much just basketball with like trampolines, like, and you just get to tackle each other. Anyways, they brought it back for whatever reason. ESPN has the rights to it. But Marshawn Lynch was uh, broadcasting the finals with the other two uh, broadcasters, the commentators. I was watching on, on TV in my hotel room when I realized the finals were like two days later. And I was like, oh man, this is crazy. Tickets were only 15 bucks. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I didn't I, I didn't go. But um, after I went to the Aces game, like this is this is what I was kind of talking about. Like, so th- they played at Mandalay Bay. Um, I didn't know like these hotel casinos are just how massive they are. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, and some of them are connected, right? Like there's a yeah. there's a tram you can take t- to several of them. Um, I didn't get to do all that. I just saw it all. Um, but I, like I said, I, I ventured out a little bit after the Aces game through the, through the Mandalay Bay. And like, I saw their big sports betting room. And like, the thing that I liked was like, just all the TVs there and the lounge chairs. Um, like during basketball season or during March Madness, I could like during March Madness, I could see myself going over there during March for March Madness just to watch all the nonsense and, and watch some of the games that they probably play there. Cause they play some of the games in Vegas. Um, Didn't like, they have a draft for something recently in Vegas a few years ago? You got me. They probably did. I have no idea. There's there. I felt like there was so much going on that I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. You know, like some of the residencies, like Lady Gaga is going to be there for like a whole month, a whole month. They're just Usher. There. Usher is there. Yeah, oh, Usher definitely is there. Ask till Kiki de- till December. It's just it's just the weirdest thing. Like, what do they do? They just, you know, they like, Vegas is so weird to me because um, it is. It's like it's it's it, it reminded me of like I drive on like steroids. I try to tell y'all. You know what I mean? Like with gambling, obviously, but it's or or like Ebor City on on like steroids. Like Ebor City and I drive had an illegal baby. It would be Las Vegas, you know, like Tampa. Yeah, like Tampa and Orlando, like the dirtiest parts of Tampa and Orlando had a love child. It would be Las Vegas. Wow. That's how I feel like on, on 
the best drugs imaginable. Like just, <laughs> just emitting radiance because, or, you know, just not emitting radiance, but like emitting like a false radiance. You know, like glitz and glamour on on just jacked up on pre workout or something. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but um, it is, you know, it's just like everything and, and people are just there and, and, and walking through the casinos and you see people just sitting there like like these old people. I mean. With their uh, plastic bucket filled with nickels. Oh, my sea of <laughs> old quarters. people just sitting there and they look, they just look like they haven't moved from that chair in days. They look pickled. And they They do and smoking cigarettes and they're just staring like their eyes are just glossed over. It it is just the weirdest thing, like these these slot machine zombies. Um, it's just wild, but that's their life. Like that's a lifestyle out there. Um, and I got lucky enough to be there. Like I guess there was a hurricane coming there to, towards California, like Southern California, and um, so I guess there's like an underground city. There's underground tunnels in Vegas. Mm-hmm, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of homeless people that live in there, like a whole community, a whole like a whole city of homeless people underneath Las Vegas. Well, because it floods so much when it rains like that, and there again a ton of rain because of the storm, um, they just started coming out. I mean, and it was crazy. You just saw them everywhere. Every, I mean, I'm talking about like taking cover, trying to take cover under like construction machines, little little bulldozers and stuff. I've never seen anything like that, but um, they're building a, but they're doing a lot of construction there because of uh, the F1. There's an F1 race that'll be there in November. Um, but yeah, I, I I would still go back to Vegas if like it would be a fun trip with friends for a couple of days because there's just so much to do, and you wouldn't have to gamble, and um, unless you want to, you know, and whatever. I mean, I, I'll go spend you know fifty bucks or something on on a machine and see if you can come up, but. I've just felt, I don't know, like if I, I don't know, I feel like you're there for a while when you're gambling and I wanted to get some sleep because I still had to get up early for, for, uh, for work. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty, so much has happened in, in the last couple months. Um, I hit like new PRs, personal records at the gym. I'm squatting like 315 pounds now on the reg. I mean, this is, uh, I'm a machine guys. <laughs> fucking machine. I feel like Dolph Lundgren in uh, Rocky Four when they're when he's like wow. training. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan Drago. Yeah. All I must right. break you. <laughs> Drago! <laughs> Drago! Yeah, at the top of the mountain. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Um, and and I think for the first time in a long time, I'm really enjoying uh, work. Um, it is it's hard, you know. It's not like easy work. Um, it's a lot of Excel spreadsheets, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of hanging around just to make sure things are being done right. Yeah, but you got to see dogs. Yeah, I got to see At all work. kinds of dogs and. I get to see all kinds of weird stuff, um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's it, it's been pretty neat. Um, it's been pretty neat, just learning a lot, and I, I feel like I'm almost kind of like I'm back in school, but this time I like it. Um, I have a really good boss. He's he's just been amazing. So, um, yeah, all in all, I like I can't, I don't have much to complain other than I'm, than I'm tired. Uh, 
I think it's time for a new car, but I mean, I got. Oh, okay, yeah. you're talking like that already. Okay. Maybe, maybe next year. You know, just I, I don't know, man. I like my car, but it's, it's, it's time. Okay. But yeah, all right. I don't know someone else, man. I've been talking for twenty minutes, man. <laughs> you ain't been talking yeah. for twenty. Minutes. No, you started at minute eight. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, twelve minutes. That's, that's Chill minutes with too that. long. Also, yeah. we have no agenda tonight, so. uh yeah, I see. I, I thought about that earlier, and then I was gonna try to whip something together, and then I was like, "No, it's been so long." Yeah. You know what? The, the, what our what our listeners are gonna get? They're gonna. This is a catch up show. You guys are getting. You're. You know, we're we're sitting down. We're shooting the shit. We're. Uh, it's first day back at school. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. First day back at school vibes. Yeah. Exactly. What What's everybody been doing? What did you all do this summer? summer? <laughs> yeah. What back happened at camp? This. Yeah, I like it. I never went to camp. I I didn't have camp money. Uh, I mean Ross and I went to camp. I've been to camp. I've been I've been to, I've been to various types of camps. I've been to, I've been to city camps when I was in uh, when I was a little youth growing up in Montreal, where like it was a day camp, and I would go like, and they would take us all over the city, and we would do all kinds of fun stuff. Then I so come lucky. home, so those were great. And then I've been to camp when I was at church. Those were interesting. <laughs> interesting, huh? I yeah. was always jealous of like my Jewish friends that got to go to sleepaway camp. They had the best stories. Now, let me ask you a question about that. So your friends who went to sleepaway camp, would they go for the whole summer? Uh, a lot of Jewish kids went for like many, many weeks. Wow. Not necessarily the whole summer. Also, I I went to Boston every summer because that's where my like oh, the, my custody schedule. Because yeah. no, Ooh. that's where my dad was. I I didn't have a say in the matter. Yeah, you went <laughs> to New England. So, so, I went to New England. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. so much New England for the summers. I went to the Cape. Um, no, but but I also it also meant that I like while all my friends were back home bonding over the summer. I was away. So whenever I came back from summer, I always felt like I wasn't in on the inside jokes and I didn't know what was oh, going on, you know, like so you felt a little disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, that would have been like you peasants. <laughs> <laughs> you My, guys are uh... lucky I'm back. I escaped uh, <laughs> yeah. in this intoler- intolerable southern heat up in the Yeah, yeah. New this is hot as the Dickens down here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know how I, you guys do it. But yeah, I uh, let me see. But yeah, my summers was that. I also, also, you know, the immigrant, the immigrant experience. There were summers that were spent like I didn't get to do that, but I know many of many of the people I grew up with would go to Haiti for the summer. You know, so they would hang out with their grandparents or whatever family they had back there. Me, my Haiti was more like Jersey. East Orange. So that's mm-hmm. that. I had some summers that I spent over there. I remember the World Cup. I want to say, was, was there a World Cup in 94? Yes, because it was the Olympic. Probably, yeah. Because it was the Olympic in 92. So World Cup 94. So I spent like the whole summer in Jersey, which was interesting because I didn't really know how to speak English like that, if at all. But that's that's what I did. So, um, yeah, no, those were interesting. Um, Emily, you want to go with your wows and pow? no? You go first. Go first. Oh, I shall. Oh, so saving the best for last. I see. No. <laughs> no, I see. So real quick, real quick, Brazil won uh, 1994. The World okay. Cup. So who did they go? Who was the final against? Was it Italy or Argentina? Uh, what happened? Watch me, France uh, or Germany. 
Let me see. It was oh, and look at that. It was in Foxborough, Massachusetts, and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was in the U.S. It was yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the whole they played. Yeah. They played. They played one in the Citrus Bowl here in Orlando too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Citrus Bowl uh, in the nineties. Wait, is Foxborough? That is that the Gillette Stadium? That's where they play yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. You are correct. Brazil, yeah, Brazil and Italy. It looks like. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I remember that year. I was, I was at. That was the year that I discovered HBO, guys. <laughs> Yeah, they so, beat Italy 3-2 in a penalty shootout at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Yeah. The game so, ended 0-0. Oh. Mm-hmm. I remember bits and pieces of that game. Wow. 1994, I remember the Rangers won the Stanley Cup, baby. Yeah, the year before that was the Canadians. It was also the last time the Canadians won the Stanley Cup yes. in 1993. Still heartbroken over that. Mm. Um. But yeah, let me see. Wilds and pals, since you started with your wow, with your pal, I'm gonna start with my wow because my wow is actually like pretty simple. Um, mm. I uh, I have I I have an office. I have a uh, a home office now. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I appreciate your uh, your oohs and ahs. Um, <laughs> our daughter moved out. Oh, get out of here! It's like yeah, 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 yeah. She and so, um, and so we moved. That uh, wasn't the wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that is the wow. <laughs> that is the wow. The office. Oh, the fact that she moved out. No, I mean, you know, you know, parenting is a very permanent role. So, <laughs> you know, even though even though she moved out, who knows when else she may need our assistance for whatever. So, um, but no, she moved out. So we moved our son into her room her old room and then we've uh we are in the process of turning his bedroom into our office so i have like a nice little desk in here little bookshelf and then you know we'll have stuff put up on the walls and whatnot so that's um that that's pretty cool that's that's the wow that's i guess that's what's been going on over the summer it was just like the process of of getting new furniture for his bedroom and all that fun stuff painting the walls and all that so yeah, so that's the wow. The pal, ugh, it's been a it's been a very interesting year, 2023, in terms of my family dynamics. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about my family here, my wife, my kids. That's going well, thank God. Knock on wood. But um, I'm just talking about my family back home in Montreal. It's just been a lot of various issues going on with them. So I just uh, I I was up there not too long ago. I I, I got back like two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a staunch reminder that one must definitely, number one, take care of their physical health, but also their mental health. Um, it's just it was it was it was a very eye opening trip. You know, I had I have a cousin who uh, who had a stroke earlier this year. Oof. I have another cousin who attempted suicide <laughs> earlier this year. Um, I also have another cousin who that was kind of like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. She had a heart attack not too long ago. And so she was in the hospital. So I was like, I, I got to make moves. Like all these things are happening. And then, you know, there's also like family members who have some legal issues going on trial, like an actual trial in November, people looking at like <laughs> serious jail time. So you know, a lot of that's been going on in terms of like with, with my fam. So that that's um, that's also part of why we haven't had an episode in such a long time. Because when the time came, when I, I just wasn't in the right mindset 
to go ahead and do so. But um, yeah, it's just uh, going up there was just kind of a kind of a reminder of, uh, you know, keeping people close in terms of just keeping in touch because there was so much that has been going on. But the silver lining is that um, seeing that everybody's kids, like in terms of like the next generation, the generation after mine, I guess when you think of like the family tree, those guys are, are, are not out there. They're survivors. They're survivors. It was just great to see them. You know, their ages range from like seven to 32, but it was, it was just great to see them. And of course, those who, who are from my, from my generation, it was, it was good to see them as well. It's just, it was kind of uh, there was a lot of heartbreak there and a lot of sobering moments. But um, yeah, that's uh, those are my 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 wows and my pals. That leaves you, Miss Emily. Short and sweet for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Short. And sweet. <laughs> you know, it's it's because if you go too deep, you know, it, it's not so much. Those are not just my issues; they're shared issues. So you don't want anybody yeah. to feel like you're trying to put their business out. So yeah, we keep it. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so my wow is probably just like, I had just a solidly good summer. Like I was really busy. I had a lot of stuff going on. I went to Greece for two weeks with my mom. United messed up our airfare going there, coming back every which way, but Greece itself was great. I I spent the summers in New England and I Greece (laughs) for the summer. Listen to this. My mother paid for the life. entire trip to Greece. I don't have Greece. Yeah, wasn't there a cruise also earlier in 2023? Uh, no, there was no cruise in 2023. But part of our part of our trip in Greece included like a local cruise line so that we could do the islands. Oh, so yeah, so we flew into Athens and then we did like six or seven different islands. Then we flew to Thessaloniki, drove down to Halkidiki spent a couple days there they went back to like we were kind of everywhere um so yeah it it was a good time she and i and that was the longest time that she and i had spent together since i turned 18 so you know we didn't kill each other that's 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 good Uh, (laughs) that's good (laughs) we we had a really good time and the people in greece like are um, they are so kind Every, like every restaurant. So one of the restaurants we went to one of the very first nights, I was talking to somebody and I was saying, we're going to Thessaloniki next. He's like, that's my own town. So he gave us, he like took out my phone and like wrote down a different bunch of different restaurants and like friends he knew that worked there. And he's like, tell them that I sent you. And like, we did that. And then those people would tell us places. And like, we just kind of bopped around like word of mouth style, which was really nice. But like Ooh, the like hospitality. Huh? Ooh, like Rick that, Steves. That was a yeah. deep cut. <laughs> Shout like out. That. Shout out to shout out to traveling with Rick Steves, by the way. It's a good podcast. It's a good show on NPR. I, I, I mean, like you know, he, he retweets <laughs> me on Twitter. We, you know, we have a Twitter relationship. You have an yeah. ex relationship. Oh, um. Jesus. <laughs> you know, every time I look at that thing, too, it makes me not want to press the app, but good. whatever. Anyway, good. Uh, yeah, no, they <laughs> just kind, like affordable. It was a great trip, but that's like, did a bunch of other stuff. I, I had an entire bocce league this summer that, like, since we were last recorded, I saw Nelly in concert. I saw Joan Jett in concert. I've been glass blowing. I'm officially considered intermediate in glass blowing. Oh, oh, intermediate. Uh, yep. Uh, our our guy um, was at the fair. He had, like, a whole setup at the fair, and he said, like, if we wanted to come, 
blow for an audience we could so we went that was cool um so yeah there's just been like a oh i went to jersey city for a long weekend for my friend's engagement party that was cool. dirty jurors yep I, you know what anytime i don't anytime i can go to jersey and not have to step foot in manhattan is a win for me she specifically made me she specifically made an itinerary so that i wouldn't have to get on the subway because that subway is disgusting oh brother they, they cleaned it i saw a video the other day no. they were cleaning it. no bruh, bruh, no i'm sorry i'm sorry Mm-mm. nope so, <laughs> that was the first time i had been to jersey city that was cool oh i had the best sushi of my life in jersey city Mm, um, nice. We did something called omakase, which is like where the sushi chef decides what you eat. Mm. Oh, it ruined wow. sushi for me. It was amazing. Like I've never had. I don't. I don't fuck with a lot of sh- uh, sashimi. Amazing. It was amazing. Um, so I don't know. Just like a lot of highlights for the summer. There's some like things I'm looking forward to to the fall, but my fall is not as packed as it was for summer. So I'm like. And then earlier this week, we had, like, three days of, like, the winter weather where you don't see the sun at all, where it's just, like, cloud. And I was like, no, I'm not ready for a seasonal effect of mm-hmm. disorder yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even Labor Day. So, I don't know. I feel like the winter is going to really suck here. And so, that's a little bit of a bummer. But my bigger pow is that, like, we have all these ancient dinosaurs running this country. And, uh, <laughs> like, facts. Uh, I I'm a believer in mandatory retirement. Cocaine Mitch. Shout out to yeah, that Mitch. that today. Cocaine Mitch, Mr. And... Freeze Mitch, <laughs> Glitch and... Mitch, Mitch the Glitch. <laughs> but he's not. You know what? He's not the only one, right? Diane right. too. But also like the, he's judge... the glitch from Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> judges, we've got ninety-year-old judges. What are ninety-year-olds doing? Like. I worked for senior judges and I am a believer in mandatory retirement ages. Like take that for what you will. Um, I'm just, uh, I don't understand why we can't figure out a better system. Other developed countries do not let this, like they have policies that address this issue. And if everyone's like, Oh, well it's age discrimination. All right. Well, you don't have a constitutional right to a job. Cause if we want to make it a constitutional right to a job, then like let's have that conversation. That'd I don't cool. see. I don't. I honest to God don't see any 70, 80, 90 year olds doing anything other than saying hi to me at Walmart if I walk into Walmart. If they if Walmart even affords to 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 hire a greeter. But they're running the country. Like or I also... or, or the person at the at the at the courthouse that volunteers as as the as like guest services, like, oh, hey, which floor do I need to go here for? And there's this old man that sits back there and they'll tell you, oh, this is where you have to go to pay your ticket or for the uh, passport stuff. Yeah, there are certain jobs where age matters. I just, I I just believe that. We don't have 90-year-olds serving in the military, like, or 80-year-olds or 70. Like, we don't have, like, there are certain jobs that we say, no, you can't do that. Um, And I also feel like from a, democracy standpoint the fact that it is so geared to the octogenarians and they're the ones making policy that affects our lives like i am for mandatory retirement if you don't like that i'm for term limits if you don't like like let's figure out how we get this accomplished because this is insanity that we have these people who are like observable decline and we're just like well there's nothing we can do you guys 
I'm not a French apologist, but they're on their fifth constitution. Anytime somebody in this country talks about making a change to the constitution, all we hear is how the framers, because we can't say because we can't say fathers anymore, but how the framers mm. had mm-hmm. this or that really? in mind. And let me tell you that if we think about it, like those framers, those constitutional fathers, we're talking about those men, those guys, they, their idea was based on the British system, right? Like when you think about it, the president, the presiding officer, it's only one man. That's like the king. And then the people who were going to be in those bicameral houses, the House of Representatives, the House of Senate, are supposed to be part of the aristocracy or the noblemen. So it's no surprise that we are in a situation that we find ourselves in when it comes to our politicians, when it comes to our so-called judges. Hell, look, even our president, you know what I'm saying? So, right. No, Why are they running this country? Sure. <laughs> like, let someone who's 50 take over for all I care. Like, somebody that's closer to... I, you gotta be able to bench. Right? You gotta be able to bench two twenty five and squat three fifteen. <laughs> sure, but it's interesting because <laughs> when you when you look at the um, going back to the uh, lauded Constitution, how old do you have to be to be able to run for president? Like thirty four, thirty five. Boom. So you gotta be thirty five. When's the last time somebody under forty ran for office and was taken serious? Don't um, I'll wait. There was Pete Buttigieg, but I think he was in his 40s. There you go. In his 40s. Yeah, I think. But, like, also, if we can have a minimum age for that, how is that not age discrimination? Like, I'm tired of people saying it's age discrimination to say, like, you can't be mentally in decline and keep your job in Congress. Like, figure out a way to make this work. Yeah, I don't think that's age discrimination. That's, hey, man, let's be safe. Yeah. But At I also, age- like... At the age of 36, William Jennings Bryan. William Jennings Bryan. It's the youngest president nominee of a major party in American history. And what year was that, Sire? Oof. Uh, Say less. Say less. <laughs> we're, in the twos. we're in the twos now. We're in the twenties. Say less. Wee. I, you know, some people are like, oh, nobody should be in Congress for more than 10 years or some number, right? And I don't necessarily think that that's the solution because I actually do think there's a skill set that comes with being in Congress and you don't want newbies showing up every four years trying to figure out how to like make it work. Um, but, but I also feel like I have worked with enough very old people in elected office where I'm like, no. First of all, why are you still doing this? Go enjoy your house in the Bahamas or wherever, like whatever you need to do. Why are you still trying to hold on to power? Like clear the deck, let the rest of the, like let the younger generations take over. Um, and well, that's the fact that- sweet it is to be in power. If you're mm-hmm. out here holding on to it, even though you're having all these mental, mental issues. Yeah. Uh, it, and, and like everyone about Diane Feinstein, they're like, you know, she has such a legacy. I'm like, well, her legacy is about to be ruined. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let that go. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Like, let's keep the legacy clean. Um. So, yeah, I don't know what the solution is, but that's my pal. 
these old people got to get out of the way. So, so then, I mean, is it is it time for Joe to go? I would, you know what? If if it was Joe and Trump going, right? Like, <laughs> then yes. But if it's going to be a Joe and like, if Trump's going to be running, I feel like it has to be Joe against him. Do you really think Joe has the has enough behind him to be able to run against uh, Trumpito? I mean, it, and, and I'm not even going to be disillusioned. We know we know that come hell or high water, short of death itself, Donald John Trump will find a way or to be the nominee. His name, his name be on the ballot for sure, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. The question in my mind is who runs? Who would run against Trump? and win on the democratic side and everyone has fallen in line the past few years and just been like nope it's gonna be joe he's gonna run again like we can't fight him yo i don't even think we're gonna make it to the to the election because he's he's right he's right behind mcconnell in some of these moments that he's been having and you know he's going through distress with hunter i i sincerely question anybody who's like 17 is like, I still want to work. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I want to retire when I'm 55. Like, the idea that you still want to be doing these jobs, I don't understand Dude, it. I, I look at you with skepticism. Now. Right, exactly. Like, you're a sycophant. Like, I'm not calling Joe a sycophant, but I am saying, like, I, I do not understand these old-ass people that want to keep working. Doesn't make sense to me. So, hold on. Y'all don't think that... um that the whole Hunter Biden drama is hurting Joe's candidacy or has the potential to hurt his legacy? I don't think yeah, it's, it's hurting him right now. Legacy. It's not mm-hmm. hurting him right now, but I do mm-hmm. think I do think you have a problem of, well, like equivocation of like, well, Trump has his problems, but Biden has his problems. Like, I do feel like there's a risk down the road of how that is weaponized by the right. But right now, I don't think it's hurting Joe. I think if you ask the average person, like, what's going on with Hunter, they'd be like, what? What? Who? <laughs> if anything, honestly, I think it normalizes him as a parent. Right? That's that's probably the angle they're probably going to try to, they're going for right now anyways. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. They, you know, not for nothing. And I might, you know, uh, the, the, what's the, what's the, Ross, you got to say it. The views, the disclaimer here. Oh, the views expressed by Mr. Urenia do not <laughs> reflect the views of this podcast. Thank you. With that being said, listen, man, you got a lot of crazy white people parents out there, all right, that are crazy money, that just, like, let their kids do all sorts of crazy white people drug shit. And, right. like, that's what happens. You that's know what I mean? That's not what I'm worried about. I've seen all the movies. I've seen the movies yeah, where Yeah, but the special counsel is now going up, is now Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's continuing. That, yeah, I wasn't bringing up the cocaine or the drugs. No, I'm yeah. talking about the fact that they are saying that it is possible that Mr. Biden, senior, the elder, was willing to use his position as vice president mm-hmm. of these United States. To uh, sweep it under the rug. No, 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 no. To, no. to, to, help, to help Biden, to help Hunter's uh, business dealings. Oh, see? Yes. I'm just talking about the hookers and blow. Well, well that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying, too. Like, right? Like, if you ask any normal human, they'd be like, what? Cocaine? And what Ross and I are talking about is something completely different. Like, yeah. most so of you the mean the same thing that Donald Trump did. You mean the same thing Donald Trump did 
Right. With the same thing. and his kids and his daughter. Sure, but here's the difference. Yeah. Nobody gives a damn what Donald Trump did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm talking about. Because you have people, you have stuff coming out, like where Hunter would like go to some international destination and be like, yeah, yeah, you know, my father. Matter of fact, let me call my dad right now. And then he would call his dad and put him on put him on speakerphone, be like, hey, dad, what's going on? And then, you know, his dad would just, hey, Hunter, what's going on? And so that was kind of like to show that whatever business we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, I could get the big man, I could get big home mm-hmm. to make sure that it carries some favor with you, right? And then it doesn't help that at some point or another, someone in the Ukraine had gotten fired or that they wouldn't get any aid unless that person got fired. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's all these things that are surrounding. And that person, I think it was like an attorney general of sorts who was investigating some of Hunter's dealings. Well, yeah. There, yeah this. So what it, what's going to happen is Trump is going to say like, oh, the corrupt deep state has a special counsel that's going after me. But oh, like... Also, there's a special counsel going after Hunter and Joe and all of his stuff. Like, he can equivocate about, like, the, like, see, like, it's, I'm not so bad if they're going, if they're going after Joe's kid, like, I'm a victim too. Like, he's got all these arguments he's going to make. You know he is. And the special counsel is looking into Hunter Biden further. And Hunter Biden was supposed to plead guilty to, um, what was it, a misdemeanor? Um and the judge is like that ain't gonna fly. No, well, that wasn't the, the judge. Who the, said that wasn't gonna fly? Well, no, it wasn't that. That's see, that's the thing. So the judge took a took a recess and didn't accept the plea deal because th- normally when you plea, you're basically saying, like, I'm pleading in exchange for pleading guilty, the government agrees not to prosecute me for this litany of what other the other right, yes, charges the other. are that they stacked against uh, you know, whatever, right? Well, the government wasn't promising not to keep investigating him. And so the judge was like, well, I don't really know if he can plead in this situation. Like, it was a unique sort of situation because it was like, you're pleading in exchange for dropping the charges, but the government wasn't agreeing to stop investigating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to drop these charges, but right. <laughs> any other so, shit you got So the on. judge, yeah, the judge pushed pause and was like, mm, I got to think about this, right? But all the... What what splashed across the headlines was judge re- rejects plea deal, and it's like no, that's not that's not what happened, right? Um, so TBD on what actually shakes out for Hunter. Um, I just I worry that people that aren't keyed in and aren't really following the day by day developments are just going to be like, oh, everyone's corrupt, and yeah, you know, that's exactly yeah. I hear you on that. I've, that's the I've problem. Heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Well. Well. As long as it ain't DeSantis either, though. That's another thing. Cocaine. Cocaine, Ron. Meatball. Meatball, Ron. That smile at the debate. (laughs) I didn't even watch it. He's such a creep. Listen, I was was watching today some of these, uh, some of these, you know, state um, updates and yo, my man had Bobby Brown jaw like a motherfucker, yo. He, oh. He's getting that good coke. Oh, I bet it's probably it's probably Adderall. Sit it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, what a nut job. Um, you know what? That's another pal for me. Is everything he's been doing this whole this whole summer? I don't even know where to start because of his flailing campaign, dude. This guy is just such a bum. 
It, I mean, I don't, I don't get how anyone. A bum in an oversized suit. Dude, greasy meatball bum. That's what he is. Anyways, I mean, I, yeah, you know, I don't even know where I was going with that. I just know. <laughs> You guys, you know, you, I, I just I know, know I hate him. Yeah, I just know I hate this guy. <laughs> it just ruins everything. I don't even like. I don't. What? What? What's the latest thing he's done? I don't even know. I don't even. Oh, what? He got side eyed at the. Oh, at the shooting in Jacksonville. They they booed him. Oh, that's that was beautiful how they booed him. Oh my, oh my, and when he tried to use that as like a cheap political. Uh, Little little rally kind of thing, and everyone just started booing this man. That was great. That's what he gets. Clown. Clown, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, on. anyways. All right. Well, um, since it's our back to the you know back to school episode, I mean, um, Ross, you got a uh, get it how you live for us? Did you did you find one? I actually do have a get it how you live. Um, it's very simple. It's very simple. Taking us to it's, class. It's nothing. It's nothing too crazy. It's just. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Donald Trump's legal team. <laughs> he keeps getting indicted, and so far this year, they've been able to bill him well over forty million dollars. And we're in August, so clearly, I've done something wrong. I should have followed Emily's steps and gone to law school and <laughs> my way into working for the Donald Trump legal squad, yo. Because mm. um, they I keep getting paid. Sometimes my clients will say something to me. I'm like, hey, uh, don't don't turn me into one of Donald Trump's lawyers. Don't make me, a, don't make <laughs> me an accessory to your crime. <laughs> yeah, seriously. End up going to jail. You're going to go into prison. All these indictments. Boy, all Rudy, those mugshots. Rudy so y'all just, really uh, go ahead. Uh, well, Rudy just lost one of the defamation suits in Georgia against the poll workers, but also he got sanctioned like $90,000 because he wouldn't turn over like basic discovery documents. Yeah. And I just love that because um, I fight for attorney's fees all the time and we never get jack shit of anything. And so to see a $90,000 award, I'm like, oh. Gloria. <laughs> I'm sure their more. attorney's fees were even higher. I'm sure I thought it was more like, than that. Yeah, hold on. Because I thought they, it was like they a, got he got discovery sanctions to pay their attorney's fees for like ninety thousand dollars. Like basically the what their attorneys had to expend trying to get him to comply with basic discovery. The judge was like, that'll be ninety thousand dollars, please. And, I, and my guess is that it was more than that that they had to spend to do that. So not really a win probably if i if i had to guess but oh i love an award of attorney's fees it's great great that is great yeah all these guys have just been just taking straight l's and i love it <laughs> so y'all really think the the dj trump's gonna it's gonna go to jail no i didn't think so surely don't <laughs> i i my favorite case out of all of them is Georgia just because it's state and then he can't be pardoned? But no, I don't think he's serving any time. No. <laughs> I do want to know if it's a crime to lie to the booking officials about a material fact, which is your weight. Oh, you don't think that my man is, uh, what was it, 215? Yeah. 215. Yeah. yeah, yo, he's a, he's a cornerback. Yeah. I see guys like that at the gym looking he's... yoked. He's a yeah. he's a cornerback. He's 
But he's like, out here looking like uh, what's his name, Richard Sherman. Yeah, right. Like Lamar, Lamar give Jackson. Him, give him some dreads. Isn't isn't that another lie to a public official? <laughs> like I don't know why they don't just have a scale there and weigh the man. Why do they ask you? They sure as shit do. They just yeah. didn't. Yeah, you, can't, you can't make the former president of these United States step on the scale as a what? What is it, a booking official if he doesn't want to? I would say he's. I would say he's about two eighty. Can't make him do that. He's about. He's a solid. He's a. He's a. He's a. I think he could be pushing higher than that. Secret I mean, maybe fuck you up. Two eighty five. I mean, them, them cheeks he got back there. That picture is playing tennis. He got some. <laughs> You got some yams back there, boy. Pause. (laughs) Pause, yeah. (laughs) Pause. Shout out to it is what it is. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. All right. So, so, okay. So, then then we don't think Trump is is going to jail. How do we feel about affirmative action having ended over the summer? Oof, that's right. That was another one. At least for colleges, that is. What a joke. They better end legacies. That's all I got to say. Well, yeah, I was going to say, too. I kind of have mixed feelings on it because, like, I'm I'm a big beneficiary of it. So whatever. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at the stats of who benefited the most was white women. Uh, there, There's really good, there's a really good uh, uh, Sean Illing podcast about it, about if you really wanted to level the playing fields, it would be to end legacy and things like that. So, and, and that, like, you know, for all the problems that we have with standardized testing and all the biases, in some respects, actually, there, there's been some argument that you should actually emphasize that more now because the people that have the means for the people to ghostwrite their applications and their essays and, like, all the tests, like, all the application prep now is unfair. And so an equalizer could actually be to go back to something that's more objective, like, I don't know the. I think it's bullshit that they got rid of it, but I also feel like if we want to have an honest conversation about how to fix inequities in higher education, we should have that conversation. Like we should still have that conversation, and maybe this will force the conversation. I don't know. What do you think, Ross? Um, I was. <laughs> I just find it interesting. That the um, that the suit itself was brought up. I mean, obviously he was he was helped out by all these uh, by all these these nonprofits and these mm-hmm. shadow these shadow mm-hmm. organizations that were ran by you know ultra. I, I don't even like to use the term conservative, but you yeah. can tell they're straight up um, you know white supremacist folk. Yeah. But yeah. But what it but what I'm trying to say is that it's very disheartening. Is that um, people fail to see how capitalism works? Like you got Asians over here talking, to, and because it was an Asian student, and it's been and it's been like this. He wasn't even he wasn't even a student in at at Harvard or Yale. No, he or wasn't. That's the whole was. point. That's the whole He's point. Like, so Canadian, He's your people's. So well, sure. So it's, <laughs> the, the, it's just like the assumption that if something is not, you know, if you get excluded from somewhere that a black person automatically got their spot and it's like mm, I don't know <laughs> I, I it's 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 a, it's a far fetch just just because you didn't get it doesn't necessarily mean that the black guy or the black lady the black person took your spot 
you know, it's it's just the way the system works. It, it's it's always pitted to make it seem like the black people are to blame for whatever ill that there is, and it's totally not the case. But you know, to live in America is to know America. So at a certain point in time, I, I stopped being surprised by how this country or its institutions, shout out to the Supreme Court, you know, in terms of how behave. Like we know that the moment Donald Trump appointed these judges. That yep. affirmative action was going to be on the chopping block. We knew that, you know, Roe v. Wade was going to be on the chopping block. You know, they've been trying to get rid of affirmative action since the 60s. Hell, <laughs> my favorite Supreme Court justice, you know, <laughs> Big Ball and Uncle Thomas, um, he's against affirmative action when when you look at his 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 professional rise when you look at his professional progression his professional journey it's clear that he's been as the uh, and uh, you know emily you talk about your you being a beneficiary no tom mr clarence <laughs> thomas was a beneficiary of those policies and he was mad about it mm -hmm. but he didn't refuse <laughs> he didn't refuse to step up the, just the, like he didn't refuse all them gifts so <laughs> well i mean the the court is a joke at this point when when Abigail Fisher sued University of Texas back in what twenty, well, I guess the lawsuit probably started in twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen because it it reached the Supreme Court in twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen in the in the fifteen sixteen term, right? But like she was basically also like, well, somebody else took my spot. It's like, well, maybe if you were better, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have this problem, right? But the 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 makeup of the court really determined the outcome there. And now there are no reins on this. Like, like the student loan case that, you know, we talked about when it happened. Um, I mean, when, when student loan forgiveness was put into effect, right now that's been vetoed basically by the Supreme court. But that case is a crazy case because anybody who follows Supreme court knows that there's, there's a threshold question of standing, meaning like, are you personally aggrieved to be able to bring a suit and a huge issue that standing standing like i don't even know what standing means anymore under the supreme court mm. but basically like you know missouri and some of the other states i think it was missouri in, in particular was like oh this third party is going to be hurt by the student loan forgiveness and at and at argument the liberal justice kept being like okay mozilla who's that third party that you say is going to be injured is not a party to this case, actually specifically declined to be part of this case and won't even write a brief about this case because they don't want anything to do with this. And you're trying to assert like rights on, on behalf of that third party rather than your own constituents who stand to benefit from this. And in any other, in any other situation, that case never would have even made it to the argument stage because standing has not been established. Like, the Supreme Court is literally just doing whatever they want. Okay, here's an affirmative action case. We don't even care what the merits are. Thomas wants to say his shit. Okay, here's a Roe v. Wade case. We don't even care what the merits are. Like, fuck Roe. Like, that's what they're doing at this point in time. They don't actually, there's, there's no principled approach to any of this at this point in time. Like, Scalia, I hated him. Okay, he sucked. But at least he had like a cohesive, approach to things where you're like all right well i know where he's gonna land like i'm constrained by the constitution that says blah 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 like these guys just to say like okay well here's a close enough case so that we can get rid of the get rid of the law we don't like like that's what they're doing mm.
Well, uh, let's wrap it up. Word. We'll yeah. talk about my favorite state later. Yeah, we'll get it. Uh, we'll get it. Um, we'll get it going soon. We have to. I'm saying it now on the air because, uh, you know, it'll make us do it like uh, it's made us do it before. <laughs> yes, it did. Sure. Um, but yeah, well, let's try not to take uh, take um, take off too much time in between this one and the next one. Um, hit me with some shout outs, guys. It's been a whole summer. You gotta have, you gotta get a shout out over a summer. Well, um, I guess I'll start. I'll do two shout outs and then I'll be out. Um, shout out to DJ Cool Herc, who hey. fifty years ago. Had a little uh, back to school jam, August 11th, 1973, out in 1520 Sedgwick. And um, later on, in a couple of years later, we came up with this term hip hop to kind of encapsulate everything that's been going on within the culture since. And so, uh, yeah, hip hop is 50. So shout out to DJ Cool Herc and all the pioneers. List is too long for me to go down, but um, we're looking to put something together. So we can have a quick conversation about that. And um, the other shout out will be to any and everybody who was on the Harriet 2 out in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to my peoples. Shout out to my peoples. That's all I gotta say about oh, that. The the hat toss seen around the world. Yes, sir. That never yes, did it never sir. made land again? Yes. Yeah, I never, yeah I that was that hat. was like a that was like a Bobby Schmurder hat toss. I don't know. If it, yes. Yes. Know. Okay. Okay. That shit went up and never came down. You right. Ooh, about a you week right. ago. You're right, but I'll tell you who did come down. Shorty, who got hit with that chair, which that was too far. But we can have that conversation <laughs> at a later date. Nah. You know what you're getting yourself into. Stay away. Nah, Shorty was sitting down. My man hit him with the chair. Even the cop was like, "Ah, right, you did too much. All right, we locking you up." I don't know. I saw her charging at him. Mm. Yeah. Watch, mm. watch. I'm, I'm going to have to watch the video again. I don't think she was just sitting down. Yo, I think she was trying to yeah. be an active participant. <laughs> oh, sure he was just sitting down. He swung the chair at her because the white dude, he was swinging the chair. To, ate those chair hits like it was nothing. I thought I was watching WWE. So mm. he had to swing the chair at her to make sure it was working. And sure enough, the chair was working. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, the chair was working. Oh goodness! <laughs> that was good. So, uh, that was it for my shout outs. Emily, do you have any shout outs? Uh, shout out to anyone who wants to be a new listener since we've taken that hiatus. Oh yeah, and, uh, you know, we'll have more of a structure next time. Uh, shout out to my madre. Uh, hey, Miss Connie. Yeah, nobody. You guys all survived the uh, storm, so that's all good. Yeah. So, you know. That's that's where I'm at. Nice, yeah. Shout out to shout out to Idalia there. We recorded this on uh, on Hurricane Day. Um, that's cool. <laughs> I, guess. I feel like this isn't the first one. I feel like there's been others. Yeah, we probably did do a couple other ones in the storm, maybe. Um, yeah. Let's see. Shout outs. Long shot barn billiards. You know how they do. They're over in the Four Corners area. Got a bunch of pool tables. They do karaoke. They got all the all the TV, NFL ticket, whatever, all that, all that good stuff. They got really good wings and pizza. 
Um, holler at them. Holler at Mo and holler at Harold. Holler at Alex. Um, yo, shout out to Alan, man. Alan's going to come down uh, the 6th, I believe. So shout out to Alan. Shout out to LA Insurance, uh, Charles and Ray. Um, man, who am I forgetting? Shout out to Todd. Shout out to Chris. Best regards. Oh, yeah. Chris, there's a new Love is Blind coming. Oh, jeez, Louise. Yo, I thought y'all would have already put an episode at, together where y'all talked about altar. that shit. Yeah, at I'm slacking on Friday. that. Friday. Friday. I'm slacking for obvious reasons. Friday? Friday is the after the altar. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd have Chris on, he'd explain it. My all right, G, all right. my G, my G. Yo. Yeah, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. Right, we'll get him on, Jesus. Uh, yo, you know what? Shout out to uh, shout out to a couple of listeners. Yo, they'd be listening that I didn't even know. Some old school listeners. Uh, shout out to uh, Williana. Shout out to Jalissa. Um, who else am I forgetting, man? Is that it? Do I, do I know these people? Yeah, I know, I know you know Jalissa. Word. Uh, Valencia. What about Willie? She, Willie, Willie used to work at, at, at Willie. Valencia. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know her too. Okay, yeah, yeah, financial aid. Yeah, I think she got a job at she's like a counselor at Gateway now or something. Oh, wow, that's what's something up. like that. I don't know, I forget, I think so. But, anyways, yeah, shout out, shout out to everybody for sticking with us. Uh, man, I think that might be it, right? Is that is that is that is that it for the show? I gotta get, get to bed and. We gotta get ready for uh, for work tomorrow, I guess, because the storm's gone. Mm. Oh, skip to how, get it how you live, but okay. <laughs> What's that? Hold on, what'd she say? I didn't even hear. Sorry. I said we skipped the get it how you live, but okay. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No? Get it how you live was for uh, Trump's lawyers. Donald Trump's lawyers, baby. Oh, I thought. Okay. Forty. What do you say? Forty mil. The forty mil. Forty mil, baby. Ooh. Ooh. Forty mil of that attorney money, Emily. Yeah. Not, not me. Not, not me. Not yet. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Peace.